phenomenal geek, anime mistress of the dorks, Dave with a unique perspective. You can join the show on the website at geekworldradio.com. Begin. Hey guys, you're listening to Geek World. We are your superhero super hosts, anime mistress of the dork, and the man who never stops talking. Dave! Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us, you can, well, I guess go to our website and uh, and find the contact information yeah. there, because, you know, we're, we're changing things up, guys. Yeah, we're so... changing things up. You know, along with uh, where, uh, you know, we've always played, we're also now podcasting the show, and we have a page, an anchor page, that you can find on our website, and mm-hmm. if you click on the anchor page, you can leave us a little message right there, a little yeah. voice message, any kind of message. So on social media, you can, you know, reach out to us there. Um, yeah. So there's places to contact us. All kinds of places. All kinds of places. So Dave. Yes. The the last couple shows were like more informative. They yeah. Were, you know, a little a little um a little less like a lot of our typical shows, but but still super fun and we you know, we had no choice. We had to talk about Japan. Exactly. I mean listen, we've done the show for a really long time, but also, you know, now that we have this brand spanking new podcast, maybe this is the first time people uh, some people have heard us talk about geeky stuff. It's true. Which is you know, kinda of makes sense for Geek World and all. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, this, uh, it's time to get back. Listen, Japan was amazing we had a great time and we wanted to help people out, but you know what? That's in the past. We're in the now. It's 2020. Anything can happen. Keep in mind when we say geeky stuff, um, we're not talking about tech stuff. We're we're not going to tell you how to fix your computer. No. Uh, we are, we are absolutely not tech support. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We, we are that other kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We like Kung Fu movies and anime and video games and all movies and TV and all the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All the great things. All All the the things things that make you go. Yeah. Life. Not so bad after all, huh? True. So, uh, this is, uh, this episode, listen, it's all about Star Wars. Yeah. Okay? Uh, this episode is, uh, well, uh, what happened to Star Wars? Yeah. That is what the, 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 this whole episode about. You know, it's been a weird few years for Star Wars. You know, um... Listen, Star Wars is one of the biggest IPs of all time. Yep. Big, one of the, I think it's like number five of the most uh, money-making media franchises of all time. It is iconic. Uh, it uh, you know the first movie changed all of cinema as we know it. It's kind of the reason why blockbusters sort of rule now. Um, but you but know, not blockbuster. Yeah, just blockbusters. But exactly, yeah, blockbuster video specifically is what I mean. Yeah, as, as, <laughs> as we all know. Uh, but I mean, it's it's. It is that iconic franchise, right? But it's been kind of weird lately, uh, and especially now going to 2020, you know, 2019 especially was a crazy year for Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, between, uh, you know, Rise of the Skywalker, sorry, Rise of Skywalker, I always say The Skywalker, between like... Wait, is it... Why? Why? No, why is my mind convinced yeah, that's what no, it is? No, it's Rise of Skywalker. Uh, a lot the of Rise of Skywalker, or just Rise of Skywalker. Pre- I, I know. Sure I know. Rise of Skywalker. My my mind will not like hold on. Like it just won't retain what the actual title of the movie is. Well, like, you know, look it up then. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm doing it. Well, while I'm doing that, you should uh, continue talking. You know, I tried to continue talking, but I ate almonds right before I did this, yeah. and I am now like they're all in my throat all at the same time, and I can't do anything. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, The Rise of Skywalker. 
Okay, so it is definitely Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so there are thes in there. I I, I I liked Rise of the Skywalker. I don't know why. I was just like it was in my head. I was like that seems right, but no. I mean, I don't know that I liked it, but you know, it's just, just what was staying in my head. So we're gonna talk about that movie. So first and foremost, I I can't imagine you haven't seen the movie. But if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled on anything, then you shouldn't listen to the show. Uh, but we're gonna also talk about the Mandalorian. Uh, which is, uh, you know, the big Disney Plus show that they came out with, their mm-hmm. John Favreau show ran. Uh, and then just kind of, uh, you know, general Star Wars stuff from there. So, first off, uh, I have to say that uh, I kind of have mixed feelings about this new, like, trilogy of Star Wars movies in, in the way I kind of do with the original series. And and before you all go aghast, I don't, I don't know if we've said this yet, but... Not uh, on this show. Anime <laughs> and I, if you listen to our show, you know this. But if you don't, you guys should know, you know, no offense to anybody, but we're more Trekkies uh, than Star Wars people. Yeah, which like, doesn't mean that we don't enjoy Star Wars yeah. and the fandom, but... but We've always leaned a little bit more towards the sci-fi angle of of, uh, of Star Trek yeah. than the more fantasy elements of Star Wars. That's the thing. Listen, I love lightsabers. I love Yoda. I love Baby Yoda yeah. now. Uh, you know, I love the Force. Like, there's a lot of stuff I like in this franchise. So I'm not, you know, I'm not like a hater. But at the same time, like, you know, I am not against saying that you know the original three aren't perfect movies. Yeah. You know, especially uh, you know Return of the Jedi, which yeah. I think is like you know. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those Ewoks are awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but... Hey, when anyway, I was a kid, those Ewoks those were Those Ewoks awesome. were dope. And not only that, those Ewoks, like, kicked the crap out of, like, yeah. uh, uh, out of the uh, Empire, like, far more than, like, a lot of the other, like, yeah, you well, know, I mean, rebel what, forces. Yeah, well, I mean, what we learned is that all you really need is logs. Yeah, well, you know, that that's the way to go. Yeah. Logs are the best way of doing anything. I mean, the, <laughs> I love, like, all the movies... I feel like there was the 80s were the decade of like setting up traps <laughs> in your area to take down a bad guy. Yeah. You know, whether it was like, um, you know, Home Alone yeah. or, you know, Predator or Return of the Jedi. Like, it's just like, that's what you did. It is. It was, you set I mean, up it, traps. It just is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, so anyway, long story short, I liked The Force Awakens, even mm-hmm. though it's pretty much just a remake of A New Hope. Uh, and I, as controversial as this might be for some people, I actually really liked The Last Jedi. Yeah. I thought The Last Jedi added sort of a layer of sophisticated storytelling mm-hmm. that um, is often lacking in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, that, that being said, you know, it is by no means a perfect movie. There no. there were, you know, a lot of aspects of it that, that I could have done without, but... The movie itself, I, I enjoyed a lot of what they did with it. And like you said, I enjoyed a lot of the complexity that they added to the story. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm a big fan of the whole, like, uh, Kylo Ren Ray thing. Like, the thing that they did throughout the whole series of of sort of their duality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's very anime, yeah. uh, first off. Uh, and also, you know, it's... Uh, it was just kind of a nice sort of, um, you know, through line for this entire new trilogy. And so and so I think that part of the reason that I am so, so confused with what's going on with Star Wars now is that, like, I feel like the fan base has fractured it. 
Yeah. I feel like I feel like the fan base was so upset in a lot of ways uh, about the Last Jedi that I feel like Star Wars is now in this kind of weird world where, like, you know, you know, it's like, um, well, what is it like? Uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. Like, like Star Wars is now like it's not. There was well, like the original trilogy was perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And then the prequels. Let's say perfect for the fan. I'm talking right. about the fans' perspective. The prequels were not, but somehow, like, they were able to, like... Sorry, go ahead. So, so here, here's the problem, and here's the problem with how, how you're looking at this right now. Um, oh, uh, there's a problem with there, how I'm looking at it? Yes, yes, there is. How dare uh, you? The problem is that you have to think about different generations watching these things. Yeah. You know, one, one of the things that we sort of uh, learned um, a bunch of years back when we were working on a, a YouTube channel called Cinefix yeah. was that uh, depending on what generation you're in, and this goes into the prequels, yeah. uh, your your feelings about Jar Jar Binks yeah, yeah. Are, are very different than, than other people's feelings. So people that grew up with the original trilogy yeah. uh, and and then saw the prequels, Jar Jar Binks is a monster. Yeah. People who were kids when the when the prequels came out and didn't have that that like, you know, hard feeling about the original uh, trilogy have no issue with Jar Jar. They thought he was such a funny part because they were kids. The same way that if you were a kid, you know, when you saw Ewoks, they were they were cool and cute and they and they kicked butt. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's the thing. I mean, it's a it is a it, it, you know these movies are as much vehicles to sell toys as they are like you know stories mm-hmm. to to sort of you know make your life better. Yeah, and and so when it comes down to it, you know, when we talk about the fandom and the fracture in the fandom, the fa- the fracture, you know, like so many things right now, is at least in part generational. It is for it, sure. It, it big, has a lot time. to do with yeah. you know what what people think of as Star Wars. Is it is it uh, the original trilogy? Is it the prequels? Is it Clone Wars? Yeah. You know, it, it like there are so many incarnations of, of Star Wars that have happened over the years now that that different groups of people in different generations have different Star Wars that is their Star Wars and the way they think the story should be. And I'm all, and you know, the other issue too with even doing this show is we're so like out we're we're so like um in a lot of ways, there's so much we don't know because, yeah. like, we don't even know anything about the expanded universe. And there's so many people that are like, oh, what about this and that and that from the expanded universe? Yeah. Which, you know, uh, they've already said is not canon. It has nothing to do, really, with the, the films and a lot of TV shows. But even that, there is so much, like, work that fans have done to establish, like, this whole world. And they also sort of, like, you know, there's a lot of give and take, though, too, mm-hmm. right? There's like, you know, well, some people will consider the the, the, the books actual canon for them, mm-hmm. even though they're not for the actual story. And so, you know, there's a lot of passion uh, when it comes to the people that really love this franchise. And I think that's ultimately like part of where we're at with this. Yeah. Right? I, I think we're now at this point where like, you know, it's. It's, oh man, it's like, uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like, it's kind of like The Blob, you know, yeah. that like, that, like uh, that old horror movie where like, you know, it's so big and it can't be contained and it's just like rolling over everything. You know, the, the, the Star Wars IP is so giant mm-hmm. uh, that like, uh, it's got to the point where I think there was a time like, okay, so you're right about generational stuff, right? So uh, the people that um, 
first watched the original movies and loved the original movies, hated the prequels. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And a lot of it was, I think, because it was, in a way, sort of validation of their fears that the original Star Wars movies were just kind of kids' movies. Yeah. uh, But that they they love them so much and take them so seriously um, that it, like, is sort of, there's a... um, there's a cognitive dissonance to the fact yeah. that they're kids' movies. Like, no, they're kids' movies. They're great, you know, they're gr- these great sci-fi movies, great fantasy movies, but they're still mostly kids' movies, right? So, uh, and, that, and that's, I think, why uh, the Han Shot First was like a call to arms. Yeah. Because for them, Han Shot First means that, like, this is a, like, hardcore thing. Yeah. This is a product that is it got real grit to it, you know? Yeah. Sorry, guys. He did not shoot first. He didn't shoot first, no. Also... Han is, he's a badass, but he's not, like, a total douche. He's not a total murderer. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's the thing. And even George Lucas was a little horrified by yeah. the fact that everyone was, like, really adamant that Han shot first. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, and that's what's so interesting in looking at this franchise is there's so much of our own psychology, like, now baked into it. Mm-hmm. And that's also why, like, you know... If you, you know, God forbid you do anything that's, like, uh, even slightly differs from what anyone thinks Star Wars should be like. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's what's, like, and, and that's, like, ultimately what happened with The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. Well, and, and then you take into account, like, some of the other things that they're doing, some of the side movies. And, you know, where where they're able to take some more liberties and people don't hold it against them in the same way. Yeah. You know, like... like Rogue One. Like Rogue One, which, yeah. which is a movie whose entire purpose was to explain <laughs> why there was a hole in the Death Star yeah. that, that made yeah. it so easy to take down. Yeah, it's like, like the plot hole the, fix right, the movie. That being said, it was such a well-constructed movie, yeah. a well-acted movie, a well put together story that it was really good that people enjoyed it, that that I, I went into it like, you know having no idea what I was going to get out of it and, and just really having a good time. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, Solo. Oh man, I almost was literally a mess. forgot about that movie. I wish I could. That movie is a nightmare. Like, th- there are so many things they did in that that, that like just I, I like facepalm every time yeah. I think of them. Like you know, I, his name is Solo because <laughs> he was going into this thing alone. I have really? no people. <laughs> oh my god, Solo. Yeah, yeah no, it's like, like it's because you know because it becomes like it seems like a parody, right? Yeah. It seems like somebody made up yeah. like a like like a web comic of like the dumbest possible way Han Solo could come up yeah. with his name. Also, does that mean that there's like like. Thousands of other people whose last name yeah. is Solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Just, uh, that would be a weird be family reunion. Right? He can't be the only person that went alone, especially with that guy. That guy has seen a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the solos. Oh yeah. See that that would be awesome. Oh, I'd okay. watch that. See that like a, that like is... a party house full yeah. of solos. Yeah. Like the, okay, Disney. Yeah. We're giving See, you that Disney Plus. Disney cartoon, Plus. A Disney yeah. Plus cartoon. Oh my! God. I would watch that. I would definitely watch. Yeah. That. Yeah. No. I mean, every time I think of Solo, I think like, and maybe this is like a misguided opinion, but I keep on thinking about like, wouldn't it have been awesome if like they had just like mo-capped Harrison Ford and and base or, or shot him and like literally like youthified him like they do with a lot of the Marvel movies or Tron Legacy. 
Yes. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Okay, here's the thing. Yes, it would have been awesome. That being said, I know we're seeing a lot more of that now happening, and even in, within the Star Wars universe itself and yeah. characters. Uh, but but I think there's always that worry. Uncanny Valley. Yeah, and and you know, and it's getting so much better, especially with like the deep fake technology. Oh my god, it's insane. Can you believe you saw you saw the Irishman oh, yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Like the fact is, they spent all this money de aging these actors to the Irishman, and it still looked weird. And then somebody like took that and then deep faked it. Yeah. And it looked like how it well, should have looked when you have so much reference of certain actors. Yeah. You know, and and Harrison Ford is one of those actors. Yeah. So theoretically yeah you're right like you and and then you would have gotten the attitude right you would have gotten just so much of it right and and also it was just would have been like i don't know i think it would have made i think so much forgiveness would have been given to that if it was the exact same movie Mm -hmm. and they had done that i think it would have been a hit i think people would have i loved it i think people would have been so happy about it but i think like you were I, i think honestly like people just did you can't you can't replace Han Solo. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of part of the problem. There are certain characters and certain actors that like that are just they are enmeshed with one another. There, there is no replacing. Yeah, you know that person. And and even if you're talking about a young story of them, it's like you know, like I I want you know I want you and McGregor for you know like, yeah Obi Wan yeah. yeah. I, um, that being said, I mean I feel bad because he's not the only Obi Wan. But yeah. he's the only one that we really saw that much of. Yeah, I mean, and there's just something about, like, Alec Guinness's role that I feel like does not at all... I mean, there's just something about... And maybe it's because, um, you know, Hugh McGregor's a good actor, but there's just something about the two of them playing that role that don't interfere with one another yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and, but, and part of it might have been that it, it was at a time where you couldn't even do the CG thing you could do now. Well, I mean... Well, that Al Guinness is long departed, so... There's also just the weird things of, you know, when uh, when Yoda became CG and no longer yeah. a puppet. Like, even that people got up in arms about. Yeah. And, you know, granted, like, I, I also was one of the people that was like, this is weird. You know, I still felt like they didn't have the tactility right with, no, with yeah, it. No, um, yeah, it was totally fake. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't feel right, and yeah. I think that's they actually got this right in The Mandalorian with the, yeah. the, the mixed media, essentially, of it. Yeah, well, it's basically like a $5 million puppet. Yeah. And that's why it with looks occasional great. CG. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah. why it emotes, and that's why everyone is freaking in love with it. Yes. Uh, and, and that's sort of the thing, you know, they... It's so interesting because the world of Star Wars or the worlds of Star Wars are really, like, plentiful in, like, exciting things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, from the expanded universe especially, you can see that. Like, it's just mountains of possibilities. But also, I think, ultimately, the, the big issue... Um, especially now with this new trilogy, you know, we're three trilogies in now, yeah. is that they are so stuck on a small group of people. Yes. And they can't get out of it, right? I mean, I think especially, um, you know, there was it was one thing when, like, it seemed like everybody had to be related to a stupid Skywalker yeah. at some point. But, um, and, okay, and now... If you have been listening, you haven't seen the last Star Wars movie. You haven't seen, um... Uh, <laughs> sorry, the rise, the rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. It's like impossible to remember. It's like a bad James Bond title. Yeah, I remember when I saw 
the trailer and saw that title, I laughed. I was like, yeah. there's no way that's the real title, right? Yeah, that it's like, is this like, is the working title, it's right? It's like if, like, a five-year-old came up with a title for something that was, like, super big. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. just, it's silly. Yeah. It's just beyond silly. Anyway, if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker, um, then you stop listening now. Okay. The whole thing with Rey, right, yeah. and the whole Palpatine thing was, like, just quit it. And and the fact that it was clearly a response to fans being upset with what happened with Last Jedi. I mean, that's the other thing, too. We're on the other side of the fulcrum now. We're at this place where, like, fans can get so upset about something that, like, creators will have a knee-jerk reaction yeah. to it and alter it. I don't care what anyone says. I really don't believe that, like, that Ryan Johnson's plan was to make it, oh, no, actually, like, uh, she's related to Palpatine. Yeah. The whole thing is, like, a trick. No, I think that he realized how, like this is not sustainable that yeah. everyone is supposed well, to be related all they, the time they did something great and you know a, a co-worker of mine brought this you know was was this is one of the things that really upset her about it that you know uh, at the you know at the end of the movie you've got that kid who's essentially using the yeah. force of the broom and stuff and it's like it's showing that that there are these you know theoretical nobodies out there there are like that's that's the whole thing with the force it's yeah. not like oh we can find all the people because they're related to these other people yeah. just go down the, the family tree it's it's that there are people with with like really strong force inside them and and it doesn't matter who your parents are it doesn't like yeah yeah that's the thing and also like don't spend like all this time building a world where like all these people have magnificent powers and magnificent things yet you can only be special if you're like part of this one little bloodline yeah. like it, it just it, it feels like really it, it, it start it starts becoming silly yeah, it starts well, becoming old hat so so one really one thing to think about here um getting into the Mandalorian for a yeah. second yeah so Baby Yoda, we as as we all know, we call him Baby Yoda. We he is not Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't think in the actual universe we've ever learned the name of Yoda's race. So I don't think so. Because I I see I only see anyone ever referring to him as Baby Yoda. There might be something in an expanded thing, but yeah. But we're just gonna call him Baby Yoda because we have nothing better to call him. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. We we don't know him or her. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a him. Probably. I get real bro vibes off Baby Yoda. But who knows? Yeah. Um, it's a 50-year-old man right there. Uh, but but the thing is that, you know, we don't even know it's related to Yoda. Like, other than being the same species. I'm assuming it's not related to Yoda, yeah. Like, it, it could just be another of Yoda's species yeah. that also happens to have the Force. Yeah. Just like all of these humans or humanoids all around the universe have the force. Well, it's like, why would any of us believe that there would only be, like, two other of that race in existence? Yeah. we saw one in, in the prequels, and then we know Yoda. It's like, it... Like, that just doesn't make even any sense. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, there is there only one Sarlacc in all of the universe? Yeah. Because we only saw one in one movie, which yeah. means there must only be one, right? That's the thing. Like, there's so... Like, in the, exactly. It's the thing. There's, like, this... It's bizarre yeah. that this need for everything to be like so inclusive I, I understand the need for like you to be able to track a story and I love twists don't get me wrong yeah. but I also just think that like you sort of build up this myth that like unless you're 
born a certain way, like, like nothing is earned. Everything is like your blood, mm-hmm. you know? And it starts getting to like this really weird insidious thing of like, that kind of helps build oligarchies and kind of helps build racism. And it's just this like stuff that I feel like is like, ultimately detrimental to the psychology of people Mm -hmm. because star wars is supposed to be about like you know uh finding yourself uh uh, getting with people in order to stop evil finding your strengths finding your strength yeah in in the belief in something and and i just feel like you know the, the the more you just try to like do this fan service for how people think it should be I think the more like you end up with a disaster and I I honestly think like the reason I can't remember it's The Rise of Skywalker is that movie was a disaster yeah uh, you know I, I'm sorry no offense you know I love J.J. Abrams I love a lot of people who worked on it but that movie's a disaster I gotta be honest I don't think I think maybe it's a little better than like the cl- than the uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a little better than Phantom Menace, but I'm not really sure it is. Yeah, and that's the thing because you know those movies, for as bad as they were, they took a stand for what they were. Yeah, you know they they like George Lucas had some weird ideas. He did some weird stuff, and you might have liked all the stuff he did, but you could tell that the guy was trying to say something. Yeah, the guy was trying to get you know was trying to like make a, a greater sort of like examination of uh of how empires uh, how empires fall how democracies fall uh you know how people well, are seduced yeah. into doing evil things well and even you know trying to to show why Darth would have like actually cared about his his child and say you know tried to save him at the you know at the end of his own life yeah you know? uh, because the way that things were going through most of those prequels uh, not prequels through most of the movie uh, the original uh, trilogy there's no reason he would have saved him yeah you know? oh 100%. And so, so the prequels actually do an interesting job of setting up that that originally this was a very emotional and caring human being yeah uh, yeah and too emotional and it talks about and it talks and it really develops the idea i mean it's funny because i'm now going into like this uh, apparently i love the prequels which i didn't realize but you know (laughs) it's really like you know also developing sort of like you know a lot of what we know ultimately about the force and 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 the good and evil side of the force comes from the prequels yeah you know it's like when they introduce the sith and where you know we saw wait Anakin. are there good and evil midi-chlorians <laughs> no i think midi-chlorians are just midi-chlorians oh, it's like bullets you know yeah, how you use them like honestly yeah that's one of those things in the in the prequels that was like why? why? Yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, no. You know, for, for all for the all the nice things we're saying about the prequels. Well, we're not saying the prequels I mean, were. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Because like, uh, if only because like narratively speaking, it's like, um, you know, why else would they take the slave kid with them? <laughs> They needed some kind yeah. of like, you know, I guess you could say Qui-Gon been like, oh, I feel the force like, yeah. in him. Like, it's real strong. But Qui-Gon was the worst yeah. guy. Qui-Gon was really terrible. Yeah. You know. He um, was wrong about everything. He was wrong about everything. I know. Well, you know, listen, I, I think that, uh, you know, what I really wanted was like, I was thinking like, what would have been really dope, right, is Ray should have been... Uh, the granddaughter of Qui-Gon and Anakin's mom. Maybe they, maybe that night that he stayed over, you know, she was looking at Qui-Gon and that like fancy Jedi beard and he was all like stoic like Liam Neeson, but maybe the two of them got it on. Why not? Why not? Because when 
do we, uh, when are we supposed to imagine that Palpentine got busy? I actually read an article about that that literally <laughs> asked that question. Yeah, it's like, when is that gonna, when did that happen exactly? Yeah. Like, you, you want me, I, I'm more, I find it, frankly, more possible yeah. that Qui-Gon and Anakin's mom got you know, busy. Qui-Gon was an idiot, but he wouldn't break the Jedi Code and have a child. Oh, boy. So... Yeah, except he'd like break the Jedi code and be and like force Anakin it's onto true. the into the Jedi, even though everyone was like, yeah. "I don't know, man, this kid's got rage issues." <laughs> so, well, okay, then at least Amidala, I still think she was pretty young at the time, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a kid. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about Amidala. Oh, sorry. Oh, Anakin's mom. Yeah, gotcha. Dude, Forgot about that's that. That's gross. Sorry. It's your problem. Yeah, I can't believe you were outraged if no, that's what you thought. I was. I, this no, is, my this mind, is not like. Uh, uh, okay, wait, um, we get on prequel talk, and Tiffany's. my mind wanders. Okay, <laughs> this isn't breakfast at Tiffany's with Uncle yeah. Eustace looking for his like thirteen-year-old like bride. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, my my mind wanders when we get on prequel talk. Yeah, just, well, I, of course. Yeah. How can it not? And that's the thing. Like, listen, the prequels are not good. I'm not yeah. saying the prequels are good. Can, can all, we, can, let's talk about the Trade Federation for a moment. Try, but all I'm trying to say is that George Lucas was trying to do a thing in this last Star Wars. I just felt like they were exhausted they were just trying to wrap it up they were trying to make some money but I didn't feel like they were saying anything I feel if anything they were just trying to like downplay what they had decided were the mistakes of Last Jedi right. because a, bound, a bunch of fans were like super upset that like Luke Skywalker wasn't like owning the universe or something yeah like like even though Ryan Johnson did exactly what like every single Jedi Master did which is go into hiding mm-hmm. and like apparently like that's that okay for Luke Skywalker Skywalker. And it's funny Which because... Which is so funny because Luke Skywalker was one of the most, like, emotional and, and whiny characters yeah. ever. It's like, of course that's what he's gonna do. Well, it just... Once again, though, uh, you know, and I'm coming back to my main point, it's all about psychology, you know? All of these dudes, and, I, and also some women, you know, grew up in the 70s, they're now in their, like, 40s and 50s. This was, like, a representation of... Of them feeling like failures. Yeah. yeah. It is a representation of, like, like all they wanted was Luke to, like, keep on being the guy. That being said, the the one thing that I that I will say that, that some people are upset about, you know, not all people are upset about, about him going into hiding, but one thing that, that some people are upset about was the idea of Luke trying to, to kill uh, Kylo. That was terrible. Like... That yeah. that I'm not that yeah. that didn't seem like a loop kind of move. Yeah, no, it didn't. But I mean, I also think that like you know, what do we even know about Luke Skywalker? That's true. I feel like we had three movies, and all we got from him is that like you know he wanted to get off the farm. Yeah, and like and then he got off the farm, and and, and then and and then he kind of just became this hero. Like he didn't and even then he really his sister, it, and it, it was... wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even like it was like he got off the farm. Found out his dad was a Jedi and said, oh, that's neat. I'll try some of that stuff. (laughs) And then, like, kind of, like, won a war. But this is not a guy, like, that, like, really stood up and said, like, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who's going to save the the, the universe. He just kind of got thrown into it. And just well, I mean, Leia like, was the one that's like, I'm going to yeah. save the universe, and she did. And she did. And that's the thing. Leia is, like, you know, fundamentally, like, suit way more important for the actual, like, yeah. rebellion than Luke ever was. I mean, yeah. Luke is a great symbol. But that's what I'm seeing. Like, ultimately, like, 
I understand why people be upset by it. I was upset by it. I thought that was like a kind of ludicrous way to get to it because like it didn't make any sense. Yep. Um, but also we're talking about religion, aren't we? And we're talking about fear, right? Yeah. And that's like kind of what like the force is all about. It's a super religion. And like it's kind of makes sense that he would be like afraid of Kylo Ren and also feel like me- maybe, you know, because that's the other thing too. Like they've established really you know, pretty well that, um, oh God, we watched this hilarious video some guy did years ago about how like, you know, uh, it was, it was the Jedi council's fault for Anakin turning out the way he did. And, and they were just so mean. And if they had like, you know, nurtured him more then he wouldn't have been that way. And it's like, no dude, I mean, the problem is, is that once you train a Jedi, you're basically making like a nuclear warhead. Yeah. You're basically making somebody who has like the potential to kill mass amounts of people mm-hmm. uh, at, at any given time they can brainwash people they can like grab crafts out of the sky mm-hmm. using telekinesis they can chuck laser bolts back at you yep. this is a this is a very powerful being you're making so you don't you can't just give that to any guy who shows up yeah especially somebody who had like a real bad well, childhood that being said the the problem is if the force is strong with someone i mean once again going back to to the little kid uh with the with the broom at the end of yeah. uh, the prior movie yeah. you know that, i'm so upset they didn't develop that stuff. yeah well but there you go it's like you know a kid can figure out the force on their own yeah you know like it doesn't and and if that isn't nurtured yeah you know if that isn't properly nurtured then like you know and and if that person doesn't have people to support them yeah they're going to turn to whoever they think is supporting them it's also so i weird to me that like you know they did this whole thing where it was clear that ryan johnson was setting up like this Luke being like a essentially like um you know um I, I gotta assume everyone who's listening to this has seen Avengers Endgame I'm just gonna assume you have but you know how like after what happens with Iron Man and the next Spider Man movie he's like this icon yes and he's everywhere and he's like in every I was like it seems like Ryan Johnson was going that direction with Luke yeah he was supposed to be the symbol of the of the Force like uh, of the power of the Force and and of the power of the Jedi yeah. returning. Reminding people that this this isn't a an old wives' tale, that it's not just some old story, some some myth, it's reality. Exactly. And, that, and, that, and, and thus, like, that's why Luke, at first, like, everyone just thought Jedis weren't even real. Mm-hmm. They didn't think the Force was even real. So, of course, he didn't have the Force powers. But now, at this point, like, like you said, you know, people are, like, finding it, and it's like, I think the idea was to make him, like, a a, um, a saint or, or whatever, or like a prophet, whatever you want to say. And, a martyr and then, in a lot of ways. And then they got... I clearly got so scared by fan reaction that they just like wiped it all away. I don't get this last movie. Yeah. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't understand anything that has to do with the Emperor. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I'm like, first off, when they showed him first off, and like, he's like in his stupid, like, you know, chair hooked up to a battery. Oh my God. And there's all these like ridiculous, like, clones of uh, whatever Snook. I'm just like, all I could think of is like this is like that dude from Doctor Who. Yeah. The one that made the Daleks. Yep. I'm like, and listen, don't get me wrong, I love Doctor Who, like a lot. But 
Doctor Who, you you give such a grain of like silliness to because it's a start as a 60s TV show and they keep it kind of going. And so like there's kind of an element of cheese to it that you can like be okay with. But Star Wars is kind of supposed to be a little above that, right? I, I mean, is it? I mean, they're both, Maybe they're not. both things that were that were uh, and kind of kids movies or a kids show so. in, in Doctor Who's case. But man, I was shocked by that. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not huh? I'm not saying that to justify like, that. Okay, I think you that love, was dumb. You love what they um, did with Palpatine. Yeah, that was, it. like, everything yeah. about that was dumb. And honestly, just having Palpatine in it in general was dumb. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, all the Palpatine stuff was it, it, nonsense. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. And yeah. those guys, I mean, there, I, I could, I could spend a lot of time picking apart the movie. There's really no point, but like, there was a lot of issues. And 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 frankly, I just feel like, you know, what is you go like, what is the plan, right? Yeah. And then you get starting getting worried. But then you get you get the freaking Mandalorian. Yes. And the Mandalorian is freaking great. Yeah. So I got Disney Plus um, because I was like, oh, there's going to be some Marvel shows in the in the future, all sorts of stuff. But I wasn't excited about The Mandalorian. I didn't really care that much, honestly. Uh, and then we decided to start watching it. And I got to be honest, like, with the exception of uh, the pilot, which was a little, like, okay-ish, that show turned out great. Well, and I mean, the simple fact is that if there's nothing else keeping you there with it, like Baby Yoda, that's, yeah. like... I- any time that, that for a moment I would be like, ah, you know, maybe I'm just not going to watch this. I just don't care. Yeah. All of a sudden, Baby Yoda would make a noise or look at look at the, you know, look at the Mandalorian or something. And I'd just be like, dang it, Baby Yoda, you're so freaking cute. And so I cute. just can't look away. Yeah, no, I mean, it is like, it is such a, it is such a perfectly, like, um, not crafted show. It's hard for me to explain. So, What's really cool about it is when you look at it from, like, a macrocosmic sort of way, like, it all makes sense, even though it's hard to believe anybody came up with it. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, first and foremost, like, who are, like, who would you consider, like, the two um, sort of most iconic characters that aren't, uh, that aren't, um, like... Han Solo or Skywalker, mm-hmm. it would probably be like Boba Fett <laughs> and Yoda. Yeah, those are the two characters that like. I mean, I know people with both Boba Fett and Yoda tattoos. They're just iconic symbols. Yeah, uh, and it's. Like, I mean, I mean, don't don't uh, you know? Don't forget Lando. And Lando's great and all, but Lando's <laughs> attached to Han, right? Yeah. Uh, and and the, and the thing is like. So you get those two templates together, yeah. right? And then you make it sort of like that uh, that Japanese uh, manga and film series, Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's a Western. Yeah. Uh, and and it's only like thirty minutes. It's great. And you get you get like a fun droid played by uh, Taika Waititi, and like uh, it's just it's great. Yeah. The show is so fun, and like they they they're really playful with it. And so then, then what is the future of Star Wars? Is it is it this kind of TV stuff? Is it thing. is it like you know cartoons? Because because you know Clone Lo- Clone Wars is beloved. You know Clone Wars is beloved. Also, like you know they've been having a lot of success also with their video games lately. I mean, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, has done really well. People really like that, and it's so that kind of thing. I think that like I don't think it's like I don't think they're in a bad place per se. I, I think though what I'm mostly shocked by 
is in a way, for the first time ever, Star Wars has kind of become like Star Trek. Yeah. They've had a year where their TV show was better than their movie. Yeah. This is like when they would have movies and like Next Generation or Deep Space Nine. Yeah. And they weren't that great, but the show was still good. Or like a lot of the stuff in the DC universe currently, you know, where the the TV is is great and super popular and the movies Movies are are not so much. Yeah. And and it's just like really weird. And and I I never expected Star Wars to be there, especially after Force Awakens came out and Mm -hmm. it made all the money. You're just like, oh yeah, no, they they're gonna like continue to like dominate, and it's gonna be amazing, and uh, and it's just gone to this really weird place. But I also think that hopefully they take sort of a, hopefully they, they take notice of that, and they're like, well, you know what, let's kind of like restart the ball rolling, you know, because they're gonna keep on making movies because yeah. they like making billions of dollars, which yeah. I can't blame them. What? Um, but maybe everyone doesn't have to be a Skywalker. Yeah. That'd or, be kind of cool. Yeah. Or a Palpatine <laughs> or whatever. You know, maybe maybe there is room to actually, like, expand on the universe. Yeah. Uh, which I really hope they do, because frankly, like, you know, I like lightsabers. I like Jedis. I like uh, monsters and aliens and spaceships and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know... Um, Wookiees. But I also think, like, I don't feel like the Mandalorian was made out of a place of fear yeah. either. Where totally I agree. feel like the Rise of Skywalker was completely made out of fear. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, walk everything back. Walk back Ray's lineage. Walk back uh, the Rose stuff. Rose can only be on here for 70 seconds. Yeah. That's as long as she's allowed to be in the movie because people don't like Rose, I guess. Uh, and it's like, and, and also it's like, they've clearly been building up this like uh Finn uh, and uh, what's his name relationship? Poe po relationship. And, you know, those two came out. They're like, yeah, we wanted the thing to be an actual uh, relationship. Honestly, like, throughout that movie, it felt like they were in a relationship. They were clearly knocking boots. Like. Especially by the last they are, movie. They are clearly in love. They are a couple. Like, yeah. They are, they are very much in love. They are such a couple, especially by that last movie. It is very clear. Yeah. And yet, at the same point, it's like, oh my god, we're breaking boundaries. There's a, like, there's a gay relationship. And it's like, there's two girls kind of in the background yeah. smooching that, that, a little bit. Yeah, and it's like that <laughs> we don't know anything about these people yeah. if that's even a relationship. Yeah, check out these characters that don't have names and had one line in the entire movie. Yeah. Cool. And that's the thing. I think it's just like, you know, uh, part of what was so cool about the original trilogy is it felt like it didn't have any rules. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was doing its own thing and, and making its own path. And even the prequels in its own way felt that way. Like, maybe you don't like Jar Jar Binks, but you know what? He made Jar Jar Binks and, like, that's just what he did. Yeah. And now I just feel like it's like, gotta keep it together! Gotta keep, gotta keep, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? The, uh, Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. Gotta keep it together. Yeah. Shove all the bits in. And it's like, no, just like, do like the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, do a thing that's like new and exciting. That lives in that universe. Yes. But that, that doesn't like, that isn't beholden, so beholden to, to all these these things that people are going to get up, so up in arms about. I know. And also, don't let um sexism and racism yeah. uh of trolls on the internet make you think those people have good opinions or yeah. like right opinions because uh, there's no place we should all be above that. Shouldn't yeah. we? Uh, but yeah, no, that's kind of it. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, if you go to our website, geekwardradio.com, uh, and uh, click down on the little button that says Anchor, you can go to our Anchor page, and you can leave us a message and let us know, hey, let us know what you think. If you leave something on there and you're super angry at us, maybe we'll even play some of it. I don't know. I'm excited. I want to hear. Because Star Wars, right? Where people can, like, audio comment? Yeah, you can leave what? an audio comment. Oh, and that's my God. the thing, because, like, I'm like, I know all you are really passionate about Star Wars. I'm sure a lot of you disagree with me. I'm sure I saw so many people come out and just, like, jump on that pyre for this movie and how great it was and how they felt like a kid again. And I'm like, cool. Uh, you're you're you can believe that if you want you know it's kind of like a whole thing of like you know you never wanted to have kids you got knocked up what are you gonna say i didn't want this kid yeah you gotta be like no i always wanted kids i yeah. just didn't know until yeah. i had yeah one. yeah you know, or, or like i bought an xbox and all my friends have playstations they're all having fun but i'm gonna tell them that xbox is better yeah why because you spent 300 bucks on the xbox that's why you're not going back yeah and it's like that. It's like nobody, you know, and, and one last thing that I need everyone to realize, and I've talked about this with a lot of people and probably on the show, but like, you know, Star Wars is the closest thing we have to a film version or I guess more of a media franchise version of a, of a, a religion. Yeah. You know, even so much so that Jedi is actually in a way an official religion. And so people are going to be very like into their feelings about it. But at the end of the day, you know what, like, Everyone has their own opinion. That's what's fun about these things. But nobody's right or wrong. Except possibly George Lucas. Yeah. In theory, in theory, even though it's technically, you know, other people's universes now, in theory, yeah. anything George Lucas says is is what was intended. Yeah. And I gotta admit, you know, there's something really interesting. You know, I, I found as I get older, um... I would say the things that are most important don't tend to be the best heroes is the best villains. Yeah. I feel like it's the villains that make a thing. You know, I feel like, you know, after we, uh, this is weird, but we saw a Die Hard puppet show in Arizona. Yeah. And, and I realized that, like, Die Hard is so famous, be- the first one, because Alan Rickman is so good as so the villain. Good. Yeah. He's the best guy you'll ever get to be a villain in a movie like this, yeah. right? The reason Dark Knight's so good is Heath Ledger is the best villain mm-hmm. in many ways the reason i think black panther is if not the best marvel movie very up there is killmonger is one of the best and i am bringing all this up because that's why star wars is the best because of darth vader yep. and also that's why everybody was okay with like the prequels existing because george lucas was their villain yeah this is george lucas's <laughs> fault he's ruining this thing and now Ryan Johnson is the villain, yeah. right? Oh, how could he do this? How could he add fuel into Star Wars? This is crazy. Yeah, and and it's the thing. Like as long as people have this villain, they can look at. They can still feel warm and happy about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, you know what? Don't don't fall into that. You know, because like, what is it like? Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. Yeah. Don't do it, guys. Don't don't be on the dark side. Yeah, do not be like Jason Sudeikis. Do not punch Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's not cool, guys. Be more like Taika Waititi's robot that, like, wanted to protect Baby Yoda mm-hmm. and had all those cool arms and did all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and but also don't be like Baby Yoda, like, you know, force-choking people indiscriminately. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. <laughs> One quick thing I have to say about, uh, about uh, the right... Uh, uh, <laughs> My Rise of the Jedi. No, what is it called? Rise, rise of Skywalker? The Rise god. of Skywalker. It's the dumbest title I've ever heard. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. Um, 
is that you know the two lightsaber thing? Oh my god! Because it makes no sense at the end where she's like, she's like, he's like force like uh, uh, force lightning her, and she's like, I'm all the Jedi, and then she gets the second lightsaber, yeah. and all of a sudden it stops, it and you're like, wait, is it like the mechanics of the lightsaber, yeah, well, and it, or is it, it just like? metaphorical. It wasn't that one lightsaber was being used to like, you know, chop his head off or something yeah. while the other was holding back the force. No, no, no. She just crossed the two like like, you know, like it's Ghostbusters and crossing the streams. Right. Like, n- no. But but I just, I didn't understand if it, it doesn't was make like, any sense. If it just did it because it was cool and it like represented what? her. And what? What does it represent? It represented her and all the force power she had because of the other Jedi or if literally having two lightsabers is better and that's scenario than one. I mean... That was all I didn't understand. Is, is that why Darth Maul had the... Had the exactly! Like, well, and, and anyway, I brought this up to a friend of mine, he's like, yeah, I mean, if, uh, you know, with that, like, Grievous would have been the strongest uh, yeah. Jedi Sith ever. He yeah. had four lightsabers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, good point, buddy. So good Grievous point. is the strongest. Grievous that's that's definitely. why we have come to any conclusion yeah. during this uh, episode. Yeah. It's that. It's Grievous the strongest, yeah, because we now know that lightsabers. two lightsabers is better than, than, uh, than Palpatine's Force Lightning. Mm-hmm. Therefore, four lightsabers are the best you could ever get. Right. So I think know. we figured out a lot this episode. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, guys, uh, <laughs> I think that's probably the 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 last. That thing is that say. is that's that's a good way to add. Uh, uh, I will <laughs> say, if you guys don't have Disney Plus and you love the Mandalorian, uh, we were specifically stayed away from spoilers to Mandalorian because it's really good and you should watch it, especially if you love like the original um, the original uh, movies. They're yeah. they're there for you. It's it's very fun. It's, it's great. very fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, we'll we'll see you next time and. Um, Don't forget, check out our website, geekworldradio.com. Ciao. Ciao.